1: Get us on that text line, 0457 736 736. The Cabramatta Flash. Eddie Jones press conference tomorrow. So you haven't missed anything. Eddie Jones press conference tomorrow. So we look forward to that. We all look forward to the Pacific Championships. Good win for the Kangaroos on Saturday night. 38 points to 12 over Toa Samoa. The assistant coach of the Kangaroos is Michael Hagen. I'm happy to say he's on the line. G'day, Hags. Hey, Jimmy. How are you going? Really well, mate. What did you make of the performance on Saturday night?
0: Yeah, they were pretty strong for uh, most of the game and I guess, uh, you know, little p- periods in the second half we weren't probably quite as uh, clinical as we'd like to be but, you know, first game uh, with a, a few new debutants, and, um, you know, and Samal also played well at times and I think they was, you know, pretty happy with our first hit out to be honest.
1: Yeah, our thoughts on the players on debut? Katani Staggs, Hamaso Fido, Dylan Edwards and Selwyn Cobbo.
0: Yeah, I thought they all did... Pretty well. I mean, it was um, you know a bit of a new group with
1: when you're talking about you know new left
0: edge uh, and right edge to sort of just get them uh, organised. And we also had I guess Cam Murray on the left edge in the back row where he'd been in the middle uh, in, on the World Cup trip. But um, I thought, to be honest, the uh, the senior players including uh, Teddy uh, DCE Munster and um, Benny Hunt, I thought they were really good in. Uh, getting you know some of those young guys prepared and organised, and Mel did a, a really good job with you know what the expectations were coming into the tournament, and you know we know we've got a bit more work to do against the Kiwis in a fortnight.
1: Yeah, and that was going to be my next question too about the benefit of having these guys who have had great history in this Kangaroos jumper and, and great history through their uh, professional rugby league careers. And you pretty much mentioned all of those guys I was thinking about. But that's that's such an important part when you bring a side together for a short period of time, I would think, Hague's.
0: Yeah, Mel's always um, you know, been very uh, clear as to... Uh, what the requirements are for a representative team and a short preparation. So he uh, puts huge value on experience uh, in the in the test arena and also in the origin arena. And, you know, no better example of that than uh, James Tedesco, you know, incumbent uh, test captain and fullback. And then, you know, DC and Cam Munster, you know, playing that really important role for Queensland in a winning series this year. And Benny Hunt and Harry Grant, of course, coming... Um, uh, their roles at dummy half are really important as well so Mel understands that and um, you know it helps the team uh, settle into uh, the routine and you know we only had maybe three field sessions to get our preparation uh, where it needs to be but we know we've got a bit more improvement in this and there might be a couple of new faces come into the team against the Kiwis um, down in Melbourne
1: yeah so um, that was interesting too around your, your comments there so I'd imagine a seven-week campaign with the World Cup you get an opportunity to develop a, a style of play uh, not sure that's the case for these short tournaments but um, is there that desire to go in there and say hey we want to play this way or do you look at the personnel you have Hags, and go right well I think based on their strengths we play in a particular fashion
0: yeah, I think it's it's a bit of each to be honest. And no, I mean, to be to be fair, around um, you know our, our starting front rowers, and no disrespect to uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard and say Jakey Tavoyevic last year, who did a great job for us in England, and the conditions in England are a bit different too to what we experienced in Townsville. You know, drier, faster sort of track to, to contend with. So Tino and Payne, you know, they were tremendous in their leg speed and the way we started the game. So we've got a slightly different approach. I think with the forward pack that we've got at our disposal, and you know, Mal understands that we want to play slightly differently uh, in this tournament, and I think the players, you know, adapt to that really quickly. And, and Mal also has, you know, the senior players having a, a pretty fair contribution as to how they like to play, and, and as you said, playing to our strengths and making sure that we're really clear on uh, on the way we want to play, and and, the, and also appreciating and respecting the opposition that we're up against
1: yeah. against uh, Samoa and the Kiwis. Yeah. Uh, in this tournament. And, and would that change for the New Zealand side based on, well, the team that they're, they're going to announce tomorrow, uh, the team they've selected, and also um, the, the fact that, you know, that you mentioned there might be some new players coming into that for that game down in Melbourne?
0: Yeah, slightly different uh, preparation. And we know that, I mean, the Kiwis went within a whisker of beating us in the semi final before the World Cup final last year. So yeah. they're a quality team. Michael Maguire's got, you know, a pretty handy. Team at his disposal, they'll have the benefit of a, a hit out this week against Samoa to get their preparation right. But um, uh, you know, uh, more than likely, you know some of the guys that, that didn't play on the weekend. I think uh, now will have that conversation tomorrow with the selectors around what the, the 17 or 18 players will be in a fortnight. But I, I would I would imagine that you know Val Holmes and and the guys that didn't play at the weekend would more than likely come in. Uh, for game two and you know there's a bit of a squad mentality I guess over the the three game tournament.
1: Yeah. How was Early Beach and and the other thing is Albury is the destination point for the Kangaroos in the build up to the game in Melbourne. Why the decision to to move away from the more centralised area Higgs?
0: Well I think the regional um, focus has been uh, pretty strong by Mel and and the uh, Kangaroos hierarchy and trying to make sure that we uh, allow you know players and, and the fans in those regional areas to, to really get involved with the team, and I mean, Ellie Beach was fantastic for uh, the local community up there. We had a lot of uh, kids and boys and girls at our open session. I think on the uh, might have been the, the Friday or the Thursday or Friday afternoon, in Ellie Beach, and then also we had um, a little catch up of uh, the locals at Bowen uh, on the way up to Townsville, and there would have been three or four hundred kids from that sort of neck of the woods that came and uh, had photos and got their autographs, So it was really positive. And I think the players enjoyed it. And I think Aubrey will be similar to you know, yeah. try and get the players out in those more regional areas. And I know Mel's really strong on that. And the players, I think, really enjoy it as well.
1: Yeah. Do the uh, So are the players with you now or do they have uh, a bit of a break before they come together for that game?
0: No, we've all sort of uh, broken camp for a few days. So we'll, uh, go and uh, do what we need to do, and then we'll come back into camp, I think, maybe Friday or Saturday in Aubrey, and um, get our preparation going for game two.
1: Yeah, okay. I've got to ask you, because it's a, a bit of a hot topic here, uh, we talked about it earlier, the the non-singing of the anthem by some players. has it. And, and um, former Test captain Max Krillich has had his say on it. He said that Malmeninga should implore the players to sing the National Anthem, otherwise they should not play for the Kangaroos. Do you have a thought on that, Higgs? Have you spoken to Mal about that and indeed the players?
0: No, not... I mean, we, as I said, we all broke through the camp yesterday and Mel and I actually came back on an earlier flight. The team sort of left around lunchtime. But, uh, I mean, Mel's really strong as to what uh, the standards are around being uh, in and around the Kangaroos and, and what the values are for the team and how we want to play. So I don't think there's any doubt around the expectation for the players in terms of wearing the green and gold jersey and what that represents. As to the national anthem and uh, what those individual requirements are, I haven't spoken to Malon. I've seen plenty of the the comments uh, publicly and and media-wise from those watching the game. Um, To be honest, Jimmy, that's probably a little bit outside my pay grade. My, My role is to try and get the team best prepared to Play at that level, and you know I'm sure that Mal and Peter Velandis and people at that level can, uh, you know, they can uh, make their comments around what's required for the team going forward. But I think it's really an individual choice, and I know that you know there's been a number of players that have, I guess have chosen uh, not to sing the anthem in Origin and other events. So uh, probably not my uh, that's probably not my role to really comment on you know what they do or they don't do at that level.
1: And I appreciate that Hags, and I do appreciate you. Uh, answering the question as well. Before we let you go, mate, did you go to Reuben Cotter's wedding?
0: No, I didn't get an invitation, but uh, I know that he was very happy that uh, he didn't have any bark off for the uh, <laughs> the beautiful wedding photos that, that had to... Uh, and I don't think it really affected his performance, mate. He seemed to make uh, 25 or 30 pretty strong tackles in his <laughs> contribution, so I'm, I'm uh, hats off to Reuben. He, he must have had that in the back of his mind. I know the wedding vows were very... Stressful for him getting that done before the game, but I'm, I'm sure. Hopefully, it went off without a hitch, and I'm sure there were a number of players uh, from the cow. I know from the cowers and a couple from the kangaroos that would have been at that uh, event. And I know he's also best man for Tommy Gilbert this Saturday. Oh, before he comes into camp on Sunday next week, so he's very busy. That boy.
1: Everybody. Oh wow! And wow. what a champion! Yeah, is yeah. As well. well, well, I thought he might have had Mal Meninga in the bridal party at least, uh, coach of the Australians.
0: Well, he, he well, I know he had to. I know he had to ask permission around, you know, some of the requirements, but um, you know, Mal's is pretty understanding, uh, Mel, on family and making sure that um, you know he didn't upset uh, Ruben's partner and so on and the family. And that's, so it's all hopefully he'll have a little uh, honeymoon on the Gold Coast and then he'll come back into into camp on the weekend so yeah hopefully fingers
1: crossed you get through that unscathed as it were. <laughs> that's as it were that's right uh good on you hags appreciate it mate enjoy no, the time down no, at albury you, yeah and and thanks we'll for your time it. today you're all right. see you mate uh michael hagan there the assistant coach of the kangaroos uh and your thoughts on uh the hot topic today around uh the anthem uh said look probably not for me to comment but he did say it's up to the individuals, the, the decisions that they make, and, and Mal's got standards, uh, very strong ones around the jersey, the values, uh, the green and gold colours, etc. Take your thoughts on that. We've got the news, and then after the news, we are back with more. Uh, we'll get a score update from Coach K. Stick around.